This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. And oh boy, am I excited because the summer vibes have hit. They've hit. You know, I know that it's technically still spring, but I don't feel like we really have a spring season here in Toronto. It kind of just goes winter and then not so bad of a winter into summer. Like it just hits you. And one of the great things that I love about summer is obviously getting outside, being in the sunshine under the beautiful blue skies, but also by the water, whether it be the beach, the lake, the pool. And so as we get ready to just, you know, dive in, I thought we got to bring Delena on from DZ Swim. She is the founder of DZ Swim and um, an incredible swim school here in the GTA. Delena, how are you doing? You know, I'm so excited to be here. It is an honor and a pleasure. And I'm very excited to talk about uh, swim safety because obviously we have now officially entered swim season and there's a lot of things that we want to be prepared and be ready for. Right? Like, it's like, it's not just, okay, weather's nice, get your swimsuits on, let's jump in the water. There is a lot more to it. And there's a lot that we don't think about. And so that's why I'm like, we got to bring the pros on today. We got to have Delena on. We need to talk about safety because it is crucial. There is a horrible part of, you know, water activities, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we hear the stories, the horror stories. Um, we read about them. We come across them through conversations with people in our community. And it can go from so much fun to tragic in like the matter of seconds. Um, I don't know. Do we start? Do we start there? Or is that? Uh... I think it's not bad to start with a very sobering warning and kind of bringing things into perspective here because obviously you know as fun and lighthearted as swimming can be we also do need to talk about the more serious side of it and I think just bringing everyone kind of back down for a minute and realizing the dangers involved kind of brings us across to all the importance of preparing ourselves and why it's so important to do so. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's just get into it. Let's just get, get into it. Um, you know, we already went through one long weekend, which was May 2-4. And before we know it, we're going to blink our eyes and it's like, okay, it's Canada Day. And that means a lot of like visits to the cottage or up to the lake or pool parties. And, um, and as a parent, Let's talk about, let's talk about the kids. Okay. And parents and kids. So as a parent, we want to make sure that our kids are safe and we want to make sure that, that everything is, is good. They're having fun, but you know, we've got eyes on them. So what are some things that parents can do besides, or do we start with the obvious, which is like, put your kids in swim lessons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do we start there? I mean, it's a pretty obvious one, but there are some steps that you can take kind of before they're full-fledged swimmers that can prepare uh, not only them, but yourself to be in a good position as a parent and how to just best support them in the water before they're maybe at their fullest potential of swimming. Swim, le swim lessons are obviously a great start, but 
Um, there's lots of stuff that we can do to prepare um, for, you know, aqua any aquatic environment. So I can give some tips if you'd like. Yes, let's go. Let's go. So I think the biggest thing to remember is we are always in swimming in different types of environments. Not every swimming experience is a backyard pool. Sometimes you're in the open water, like you mentioned, the cottage. So where you are will really dictate kind of the way that you can prepare yourself and your kids for the best and most fun swimming experience. In open water, I would really stress the use of life jackets. So um, open water, obviously it changes, there's hazards, things can come up that you weren't expecting. Um, currents are a big issue. Suddenly your kid is no longer with arms reach and floating away from you. And that might be a really scary situation. So you can feel all the better in those situations when you have them in life jackets. And when I say life jackets, I'm talking strapped on, zipped up, no floaties, no putting them on like those little cute little donuts or as lovely yeah. as those for the photos. Um, we want something that they are strapped into so that it can't float away from them and they can't fall off of it. So that's a big one. Uh, life jackets are really, really important, especially in open water. Whenever you're swimming with children, you want to keep them within arm's reach and under constant supervision. So even for a moment, taking your eye off, especially the little ones, oh, it can lead yeah. to very, you know, scary situations. Um, very sad. But in before we even got into June, there were two drownings of three-year-olds in backyard pools. And it was just a split second where parents took their eyes off their kids and that's how quickly it can happen so it's so important to keep them under constant watch and that brings me to another tip if you're having like a party or if you're with a big group it's always a great idea to hire a professional to come to supervise especially those backyard parties where there's lots going on it's very easy to get distracted it's that's really a great idea I never even thought about that but why not because at those parties let's be honest adults like you're probably, you know, enjoying a bevy or two. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just hire someone and you know that everyone is like, is yeah. going to be okay. Their whole job is to watch and make sure everything's okay. And it really alleviates the stress off of you. You can enjoy yourself, but you can also just feel more confident with the kids having fun in the water, even you and your friends having fun in the water. Um, it just takes that added pressure off and really puts you in a good position to know that everything is being watched, managed, under control. Um, so having supervision for parties is a is a great idea. And any like backyard event where you're in an aquatic environment, whether it's open water or whether it's backyard pools or public pools, obviously lifeguards are on duty in those more public spaces. And that adds an added layer of protection. But when you're in your backyard, that's a private setting. So you kind of have to take that responsibility on to bring someone in, especially yeah, if you want to enjoy yourself and let loose a little bit. Yeah, because you want to. You don't want to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be the one that's going to sit by the pool, watch everyone, not enjoy a drink, you know? So it's like this way, everyone has some fun and everyone is being safe, you know? Okay, I love that tip. Love that tip. I do have one more and it's a little bit of um, a more onerous tip, but I would say this one's really important, especially for backyard pool owners. Um, now, Pina, I know I've been on you about this before. Yeah, I love know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> and of course, our kids learning to swim is so important. 
but also learning to swim for ourselves. It's so empowering. It puts you in a great position to be able to act if there's any situations that go awry in the backyard. And especially if you're a pool owner or if you find yourself around water often, it's so empowering and adds that layer of confidence for parents if they know how to swim as well. You know, you don't have to be professional Olympic level trained swimmer, but just confident with basic skills in the water is so important. And in addition to that, learning CPR is a really good um, base level skill for parents, for adults in general. Um, so learning CPR can be another way that you can prepare yourself for, for summer. Those are all fantastic tips and tips that aren't difficult. Like it's not, you didn't say anything that's like, oh God, oh, that's going to be so hard to do. Or, oh, I can't wrap my head around that one. Or no, they're really simple tips that can save lives. We are talking all about swim and water safety on the show tonight. This is the parenting show on 640 Toronto. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We've got Delena, founder of DZ Swim, on with us tonight, and we are talking all things swimming and water safety because... We're getting ready for summer. It feels like it's already here. Like, let's let's be honest, right, Delena? Like, it's here. It was 33 degrees last week. It's here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's here. Unofficially here. Okay, I just said it. So now it's gonna, now it's official. Um, But we're, you know, and you actually just started your season of swimming lessons earlier this week. Yes, we did. We officially started on Tuesday of this week. See? Okay. So see, like, yeah, it's swim. It's, it's swim summer season. That's it. We're in it full um, fledged. We are in the season. And earlier um, we were talking about some great tips that parents can follow just to ensure, you know, that everyone's having fun, but everyone is safe when they are around water, whether it's a pool, whether it's a lake, whether it's a beach, it doesn't matter. Uh, One of the things you said, you're like, Pina, open water get a life jacket. And there's a difference between life jacket and those like little floaty wing things that a lot of little kids wear. So life jackets, how do we shop for a life jacket? Like, can you go on Amazon? Are Amazon ones okay? Do we go to Walmart? Do we go to Canadian Tire? Is there like some type of seal or approval that we're looking for? So great question. And I think picking a life jacket is so important. It's actually something we teach in our swimming lessons because it's that important. Having the right life jacket will depend on size, uh, weight. It has to fit properly. We can't all share the same one. So I'm not wearing the same one as maybe like a four-year-old because obviously we need it to be properly fitted. So the most important thing that you want to look for is the uh, weight kind of range and um, the approximate size on the life jackets. So you want to make sure that it's fitted perfectly to your child um, or to yourself. And you can, we actually found some great ones at Costco. I know Walmart, Canadian Tire, anywhere that sells swim supplies, you'll be able to find good ones. There's no like approved brand or um, better version, but as long as it's properly fitted, 
within the weight uh, range of the child or the adult and making sure that it's comfortable. So you can try those on, making sure they don't ride up so that they're kind of at your head level. You want them all. <laughs> I see that a lot. Yeah. You want them like a vest. They should fit like a nice comfy vest. So when you're zipping it up, is, should it be snug or should, should there be a little bit of room? Yeah. It should be snug in the sense that it's not floating up when you're in the water. It's not floating up to your head because obviously the water pressure will push it up. So you want it to be snug enough that it's sitting kind of like close to your chest and comfy, but, um, you know, not so tight that you're feeling restricted in your movement. Okay. So that is good to know. And is there something like, is there a seal or anything like that? A stamp that we should be looking for? No seal and no stamp. Um, as long as the life jacket is fitting properly, you should be okay. There's no like stamp of approval required. Okay. Um, again, checking those locations like Walmart, Costco, Canadian Tire, you should be able to find some good ones. Perfect. So just pay attention to the fit and uh, follow the weight. So those are okay. Now we got we got some tips on shopping for the life jacket. And it's really, really important because um, not only for the kids, like you said, but for us adults too. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes being out at a lake, like I get, I get a little anxious because sometimes it's not like that you don't have that gradual, you know what I mean? Like the water's getting a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper. Like I have a friend who has this dock on a beautiful lake up North and it's literally, you just, you jump in and it's, it's not shallow. You know what I mean? So that kind of scares me. Um, so that's why it's important. Like, yes, always have uh, life jackets on when you're in open water, um, when you're on a watercraft, right? Yes. Very good. <laughs> See, okay. I'm paying attention. I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, what else? Oh, what about, you know, um, I know that you said never take your eyes off of the children because something can go wrong in a split second. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to change gears here and talk about the adults. What about adults? Hey, I can swim. I can, I can, I can, you know, do my thing in the water. So I'm just going to jump in the lake. No one's around, you know, wh what do we think about that? Okay. So that is a great point. We, as adults might feel a little bit more uh, confident in our abilities. Maybe we have some swimming experience under our belt. Um, but especially in situations of open water, you never want to swim without a buddy either nearby or in the water with you. And you never want to go swimming without letting someone know where you're going. And when approximately you'll be back that way, if you don't show up and maybe something went wrong, they can go looking for you. So it's really important just to be aware and prepared by you know, having a buddy nearby just in case you need to call for help um, or having someone just aware of where you're going. And that way, if things go wrong, which can happen, especially in open water, um, you have someone kind of standing by that's looking out for your safety as well. So that's something super important, no matter what age. Um, obviously, as adults, we're not asking our parents for permission to go swimming. <laughs> but we should be informing people that we are going to go because it just makes sure that, you know, God forbid anything goes wrong. You're always going to be kind of looked out for. And there is someone waiting for you to come back. I think that is so, so important. And that is one of the things that like, obviously, like you want to make sure kids are safe, but it's that sometimes I feel like us adults just have a little bit too much confidence. Like, 
oh, I'm a full grown adult. I know how to swim. I'll be fine. I'm just going to jump in. I don't have a life jacket on. I don't need one. It's five minutes, you know, a quick little dip. Um, no, please just like, like Delana said, have a buddy around, you know, have a buddy with you. It's better to be safe than sorry. When we're at cottages, I know that, you know, we like to enjoy, kick back a little bit. Maybe there's drinking involved. Maybe, you know, we're in a little bit more of a relaxed setting. So you're not maybe thinking about these things as much, yeah. but keeping in mind, like lakes are very dangerous and no matter how great of a swimmer you are, you can be the best swimmer. If things go wrong and conditions change and you encounter hazards, then that's something that you can't be prepared for with swim skills. You have to be prepared for with safety skills. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so we spoke about uh, some some great tips. We spoke about the fact that things can change in a blink of an eye. Um, some tips on, you know, when shopping for a life jacket. Um, but there's something else that I want to talk about. And it comes up every summer, I feel like. We get something, you know, you'll turn on the news on the television or, you know, you hear it on the radio. Uh, 6.40, that is. Um <laughs> And you hear about this dry drowning. Did I get that right? Yeah. So people can drown and not necessarily be in the water. Explain that to us. Yes. So dry drowning, I feel like it was a phenomenon a couple of years ago and it kind of caught a lot of attention because it was so shocking to people that you could be drowning and not be in the water. So we want to make sure that we're keeping an eye, especially on the kids, um, for signs of dry drowning. And the biggest thing you'll notice is coughing. So if you notice a lot of coughing after you've just had a nice swimming day, um, that can be an indication that there's water in the lungs. And we need to be attentive to that because that's where dry drowning occurs. It's when the water gets in the lungs and you actually are basically you're not physically in the water, but the water is inside and it's preventing proper breathing. So in those situations, you'd want to get to a hospital and you'd want to seek medical attention because uh, that has the potential to be fatal, but also to cause um, some serious injuries as well. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about this, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. So don't go anywhere because this is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News, Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca, and we are talking swim safety with our swim expert, Delena, founder of DZ Swim, um, an incredible, an incredible swim school um, where I am proud to say I send my kids to every year. And Delana, like I am so like, it makes me so happy to see how much they enjoy swimming, being in the water, how much they've progressed over the years uh, with you and your team. And it just makes me feel a lot more comfortable and confident because like, honestly, we can put our kids in all kinds of different activities, but swimming is next level for me because that is a life skill, a life skill that I think everyone has to have. As I say this, I know you're probably shaking your head as I'm shaking my head at myself because it's something I need to get on. I can swim. 
like a tadpole, but I can swim a little, you know, um, but I do want to jump in um, and do some lessons. So, okay. I know it's on the list. It's on the list. Right. Um, but we were talking about this dry drowning, you know, and, and that is so scary because, you know, you're like, I kept an eye on my child. They're not in the water. What is going on? You know, so what can we do as parents to make sure that they're okay, that they're not taking in this water. Um, are there any tips or tricks there? Are there any signs that we need to look for besides you'd mentioned coughing, right? Um, what else? What do we need to what else do we need to know about dry drowning? So for you know, dry drowning is something that I think a little bit more frequent with the little ones. So the ones that don't understand yet the difference between breathing in the water, breathing in the air, blowing out in the water, the difference between that maybe isn't as clear yet. Obviously with our older ones, we can explain, you know, don't breathe in the water. And yeah. when they try it, they will not enjoy the feeling and they won't ever do it again. But for the little ones, they're having so much fun. They're going <laughs> under the water. They're playing with toys. They're getting distracted. They're just so excited and wrapped up in the moment. That's why we see it a little bit more often uh, with younger ones. So we want to make sure we're teaching them that when our face is in the water, we are not breathing in. And when we're above the water, we can take a breath in at that point, but never when our face is under the water, because that's when the water can get into their lungs. Um, we want to make sure that we're monitoring um, after submersion when they come up, if they're coughing a lot, if they're spitting out lots of water, uh, that can be an indication that they're taking in too much water when they're underneath. So uh, something really important to teach is bubbles. Bubbles are so simple, but they're such a foundational skill. I even teach my adults bubbles um, because it is so important just to learn that when you're under the water, you're exhaling. When you're above the water, you're inhaling. So that difference is so key and so important to uh, preventing dry drownings. So just simple ways of teaching that is if the little ones are in the bathtub, we can start doing bubbles with them. So bubbles can be from your mouth, blowing out, creating those bubbles in the water, and then teaching them how to do that from their nose as well. So it's just like blowing in a tissue um, and they're blowing the air into the water. They're seeing those bubbles come up and it can be like a fun little game, but it's so important and such a key skill, especially to prevent dry drownings. And this is why swim lessons are important. There is your PINA PSA. <laughs> But it's so true. And like you said, we can start with our little ones in the bathtub at home all year round, just practicing these little skills. Um, and it's so funny because, oh, I know bubbles all too well. Like when I sit there with the kids when they're doing their swim lessons, like it's like bubbles, 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 you know what I mean? And it's and they they love it and they have so much fun. But something like that can make a huge difference. Now, also another question, like this dry drowning stuff. Is it something that can happen fast or does it happen like over like a long period of time? I would say it's not as, um, the, the time duration of it is hard to say. It's a lot dependent on kind of the size of the child as well. If we have really small child, I mean, their lungs are smaller, the amount of water intake uh, there can be more impactful than if we're a little bit bigger and we swallow a little water, it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, I think that the key thing to remember with dry drowning is that if we're seeing, um, 
you know, a lot of frantic movements. They're going above the water and then underneath the water. They're not taking time to breathe. Um, they're playing a lot and it's kind of seeming like they're coughing a lot. Those are signs to look out for. In terms of like a duration on dry drowning, I wouldn't say that there's anything specific. It's really dependent on the size of the child, how much water intake they can handle. And just being really attentive to those signs, um, you know, once we've gotten out of the water, if there's coughing, if there's nausea, if they're looking a little sick, if they're complaining that their stomach hurts. Uh, those are all key things to look out for. And, and that can be uh, associated with dry drowning. So we want to make sure we're keeping an eye on those. Yeah, those are great little signs to look for. Um, one thing that I'm getting from all of this, though, is just keep an eye on your child. Yes. Number one tip. <laughs> yeah, that is the biggest thing. And, you know, it's it's always keep an eye on your children around any type of water including the bathtub at home. Because Delena, how much water does someone need to have a fatal accident and drowned? So it really only takes a couple of inches of water to cause a drowning. Um, you know, I, I've made an analogy with a puddle before, but I, I know how unlikely it is that anyone's laying face down in, in puddles. But it, just to give you an idea, a visual, I mean, a puddle can cause drowning. So anytime that there's water involved, there's submersion involved, um, you're, you can be at risk, especially if you're not prepared in those, in those situations. So bathtub, very important, very important to keep an eye. Yeah. It's like, and that's the one thing that scares me like so much, like my kids are older now, you know, with showers, not baths, but it was something that always, like, I was just like, no, like, always diligent keep an eye on them keep an eye on them you know like don't turn your head for a second we hear so many of these horror stories and you know I don't want any of you guys listening at home to fall victim you know what I mean to any of them that's why we have Delena on the show you know she's here to help us and to teach us and guide us in the right direction so you know like I said you know school's gonna be out soon summer is officially gonna hit and we're going to be like by the water a lot. Is there anything else like that we need to really focus on? I think just preparing ourselves in the best way and knowing your own ability so that you can kind of tailor your activities accordingly. If you're not a super strong swimmer and maybe you're in an aquatic environment, you know, there's no shame in wearing that life jacket. There's no shame in communicating with the people that you're with. You're comfortability level and your swimming ability level just so that everyone is aware and everyone that's you know enjoying the water together can kind of keep an eye out for each other so being very mindful and honest with yourself um, about what you can handle and manage and communicating you know with your with your friends or uh, with family members whoever you're swimming with just having responsibilities uh, for the safety of yourself, the safety of others, and relying on each other throughout um, your time in the water, I think is really important. Being sure that kind of everyone knows what their responsibility is, especially when it comes to the kids. You know, if I'm watching and I'm with a friend, uh, we're not relying on each other watching. We know, okay, I'm responsible right now. I'm watching the kids. Maybe you take over in a little bit, but we yeah. want to make sure that we have that set responsibility. So no one is 
There's no gaps. There's we're not missing anything. You know what? I like that because, and I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of the times in these situations, they're always social situations that we're by this, the water, you know what I mean? Like it's a family barbecue or, you know, we're just chilling out after dinner with the family. And so it's so easy to be like, I'm watching the kids and my partner's there or another adult is there or something. Right. And it's just like, oh, I'm just going to go in to get something. And you assume they're going to keep an eye. No tag team tag. You're it. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to run in to go to the bathroom. Can you watch like, and I think that something like that is so easily missed. It's just like, I'm just going to run inside and, and grab some water, you know, and that person doesn't even realize it. They're not keeping an eye out. They're in the middle of a conversation and something can go wrong. This is why we're talking about swim safety on the show tonight. Don't go anywhere because we've got Delana from DZ Swim School joining us. And we've got much more coming your way right after the break. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking all things swim. We are talking all things water safety with my good friend and swim expert, Delena, founder of DZ Swim, um, an amazing swim school and i cannot say enough amazing things about dz swim delena thank you for joining us tonight um i'm learning so much so much but i have more questions for you you ready absolutely (laughs) so a lot of parents might be thinking you know is it too early to get my child in swimming lessons they're a baby you know like do we put a baby in is that worth it do we wait for them uh you know to be a toddler at what age do we start? And at what age would it make the most sense to start our children in swim lessons? I think that's a great question. And I think that's a question most parents have. Um, I don't think it's ever too early to start. Um, There's parent talk classes for the super young ones. So that's kind of a way that parents can get a little bit of swim lessons in their little ones. Um, So parent talk classes are a great introduction for the kids to the water. Uh, They learn that it's not this big, bad, scary hole in the ground. It can actually be fun. And they learn to just get a little bit more comfortable and confident from a very young age. Um, It also helps with that transition from parent to instructor. So when they reach the age where they no longer are in parent taught, they do feel a little bit more comfortable. It's not a totally foreign environment that they're in. And so they're able to approach the lessons with a little bit more feeling of safety and security because they're familiar with being in the water. Um, we at, at our location, we start at three, um, age three for just one-on-one with the instructor and the child. And the reason being that we find any younger than that, sometimes being away from mom and dad or is very scary. Um, and often have to get mom and dad in the water. So just because of the way that we're set up and we are one-on-one to make the most, obviously to get the best value for your money, but also make the most of the lessons. Uh, Being one-on-one with an instructor, we feel like it's really great starting at age three. That's where the success kind of really, they hit the ground running and they they start um, really learning around then. 
but before then it's it's really good to have them in the water just getting comfortable um in terms of you know is there too old of an age I would say yes. never ever ever you're never too 43 old. is okay it is absolutely okay <laughs> Um, you are never, ever, ever too old to learn. And I think there's always so much to learn. So even if you feel like, you know, the basics of swimming, there's probably a ton more that you can learn and build on just to be more confident and comfortable in the water. So never too old. And I think that this is also age is a really important topic after COVID, because I think a lot of people missed out on two, three years of swimming. And it is good to get back in because you feel like, oh, like, you know, my kids are a little bit older, are they going to feel uncomfortable being in a class with maybe younger students? Or are they going to feel like they're too old for this and they're over it? It's never, ever, ever too old. And I think that it's so important to get back into it, even if, you know, you feel like they have the basic skills, there really is so much more to learn always. So never too old, never too young, Um, always a good time to learn. And you know what I love? When we come to DZ Swim, and I would highly recommend to parents if you can do this, um, is the fact that we do one-on-ones. So it's like everyone is working at their own pace and you are focused on your instructor and the instructor is focused on the student. And the results you get from that are next level. Yes. So I love that. Yeah, it's, it's unmatched because I feel like you can really tailor the classes to that individual student everyone learns differently and everyone progresses at a different rate it, it can be a little bit daunting and intimidating being in a big class and you feel maybe like you're falling behind a little bit you never feel that way when you're one-on-one with an instructor and it really you know adds a, a lot of confidence and satisfaction for the student because they just feel like they can learn at their own pace and they're not comparing them yeah they're not comparing themselves to anyone else saying why is this person able to do all these things that I'm not you know um so I think that that's really really important another question I have that I'm sure a lot of parents are thinking about they're like you know um there are swim schools that are open all year round and then there are swim schools like DZ Swim that you guys have just started your uh, lessons for the season now, and they will go all summer long. Now, that's a, it's a summer thing. So is that something that, you know, is, is that something that parents should look for? Like, oh, well, if I only do summer, then the rest of the year, the kids aren't in swim lessons. Are they losing out? Are they going to forget? I think that's, I mean, a great question. And it really is dependent also on the student as well. Um, I think when you're at a young age and you're learning those, those basics, those foundational skills, there's no amount of practice that's too much practice. And so continuing in the winter and the fall and the spring months, it, there's no harm in doing that. I think there definitely reaches a level where you don't need to be doing like five sessions a year throughout every mm-hmm. single season, because once you've got those foundational skills, uh, being in the water every week is maybe not necessary but I think especially for the young ones just getting them in there as much as possible uh, is really important and having that continuity throughout the year also you know supports a little bit more success come maybe the summer or when they're doing like a more intensive program Uh, the way that we structure things is that swim lessons are every single day for two weeks I was going to say Yes. And we love that because they don't forget. Right. But then it's very easy come the fall to kind of fall out a little bit and you forget things. 
So I'm going to speak from personal experience here as a mom who's put her kids in lessons like throughout the year, it's usually once a week for a period of time, you know, um, versus doing accelerated classes, which is that a good term to say that your classes DZ swim art? Yeah, because it's every day for a two week period, right? So, so it's like, I find that they learn the best when I do that. And even though it's just for the summer, that has worked way better for my children than doing it throughout the year. Yes, we agree. (laughs) Right? Like, so, you know, these are things to keep in mind, you know, keep in mind as a parent, when you are looking to book swim lessons, when you're like doing your research uh, with swim schools, take a look at this stuff. I personally love the fact that, you know, it's outside. The kids are having fun. Again, it's one-on-one. It's not a group setting. And it is every day because I just find that they learn so much. And it's like, I don't know because, but from what I've seen, it's like riding a bike. You know, I see my kids like, you know, jump back in that pool and it's, it all comes back to them. You know, it just all comes back and it's like, okay, yeah, I know what I'm doing. All right. We're good. And they just, they excel. Like, you know, listen, um, I don't want to jinx it, but every year my kids have passed just saying, they're superstars. <laughs> True. <laughs> now it's my turn to jump in. Get- exactly. Can I ask too, Delena, how would it work if I jumped in? Do I do like some kind of swim test and that's how you determine my level? So I definitely wouldn't throw you. So am I going to be an otter? <laughs> I don't think I'd push you in and see what happens. I think we'd probably work up to it. Um, for adults, especially, I think it's super important to kind of have an idea at the beginning what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with because the last thing we want to do is traumatize someone. Um, and a lot, of, I mean, a lot of adults, like the reason that they they don't know how to swim today is because they had a traumatic experience when they were younger and it's really deterred them from, um, you know, continuing on with swimming. And that's something that we keep in mind with our little ones because we don't want to obviously have any situation that traumatizes them or makes them scared. No. Uh, because we see how it can manifest later in life, but also for the adults, just, you know, going at your own pace with what you're comfortable with and being super honest with your instructor about what you can do and what you can't do. And then that way those skills can be built upon little by little, instead of us, you know, throwing you head first into the deep end. (laughs) And please don't do that because one of my things is being underwater. Like I panic, you know, so is that something that is, is common with a lot of like, yes, absolutely. it's normal because, you know, we're not used to that feeling of being completely submerged underwater all the time. I wouldn't say that's a day to day. It freaks me out. I'm not <laughs> so going to lie. That's where the, again, the bubbles come into play because learning how to regulate <laughs> your breathing when you're under the water and just becoming more comfortable and, and, uh, you know, secure when you're feeling yourself under there and you're feeling that water around, it can be a little bit claustrophobic sometimes. So learning how to like calm yourself down regulate your breathing, blowing your bubbles, even as an adult, it's always important. There you go. Everyone get in the bathtub tonight and start practicing. (laughs) Put the little ones to bed. Oh my God. Jump in with your partner. You guys can both practice. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. If people want more information, where can they find you? Where can they get more info on DZ Swim? 
So our website is www.dzswimming.com. Um, I would say that's where you'll find the most resources and the most information. You can also contact us through there, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and if you want to be given updates about registration every year, you can sign up as a subscriber and that will ensure you get our registration announcement, which usually goes out in March. And we're also on Instagram uh, at DZ Swim Academy and you can find us on there as well. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. Go check them out. Sign up because registration is insane and you do not want to miss out. Uh, there are still a few spots for some adult swim lessons for this season, correct? Yes. All right. Spots for adults. Yes. Our, our youth swim is booked for on-site, but we do have, uh, we are able to send instructors to um, your home pool if you have a backyard pool. So we still have some availability for that. That is so cool. I love that. So if you've got a pool at home, DZ Swim will come to you. How amazing is that? And for those parties, pool parties this summer, call Delana and her team and they will send a lifeguard over to supervise and watch so you can enjoy yourself and everyone can be safe. Thank you so much, Delana, again for joining. And uh, everyone, have a great Sunday night. And go start pulling those bubbles in your pool. We will catch you next time right here on The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, Chic Mama Dossier. And you've been listening to us on 640 Toronto.